0: Prepare your ears, humans. Happy, sad, confused begins now. Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Jane Levy sings and dances her way through Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Uh, Yes, Jane Levy... First time guest on Happy, Sad, Confused. Um, very pleased to say that uh, Jane came by before the the madness ensued. So this is our last kind of normal episode of Happy, Sad, Confused for at least, at least a while. Um, safe to say that it will be a while before we all go back to normal, despite what some people think, despite what the leader of the country is saying, no, things are not going to be going back to normal in two weeks or a week. Um, I can say that because I'm living in New York City, <laughs> which is in the middle of, uh, it's the epicenter, as you well know, of the madness right now. And it's, it's not a pleasant time for any of us, and certainly a, a worrying time, um, which is all the more reason to have, uh, to value escapes like podcasts and entertainment. And that brings me back to to Jane and her charming new series on NBC, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So Jane, Jane came by uh, a few weeks back. This was well before um, the shit hit the fan. Um, and... Uh, she, she, she's great. Jane is Jane, Jane's a big old weirdo. I think she'll agree. She'll be flattered by that statement. Um, she's a kindred spirit. Uh, I've always enjoyed talking to her over the years. Uh, and this was our first chance to really talk in depth about her life and career. Um, and when I saw... This new show, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which has been on for a few weeks on NBC, um, I was really charmed by it. It's it's it's. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, I think it's produced by Paul Feig. It's uh, it starts this great ensemble of musical. Um, Theater actors and uh, people like Mary Steenburgen and Peter Gallagher and Skylar Aston. and at the center of it all is Jane Levy, who ironically hasn't really had that kind of a life and career of musical theater. But um, it's a high concept show. If you don't know, it, it's basically about a young woman who can suddenly hear people's thoughts through musical numbers. Sounds absurd. Sounds insane. It is, and yet it works. Um, this this upcoming week's episode. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, actually, but I've heard that this is a a big, fun showcase for Jane herself in that she gets to actually be doing a lot of the numbers herself because the by the nature of the conceit of the show is she's surrounded by these uh, performers doing these crazy amazing musical numbers so it'll be a nice kind of change of pace this coming uh, week's episode the show airs on Sunday nights uh, on NBC at 9 p.m. you can catch again this this week's episode coming up on March 29th at 9 p.m and as I said it's a it's a special one for Jane um, and as I said she, she's uh, she's someone I've always uh, you know vibed with and I really was am thrilled that we got a chance to to meet up before uh the apocalypse game <laughs> it's not an apocalypse we're gonna make it through it this right guys we're in this together hell yeah we are um okay so a couple other notes um this is our second podcast of the week that's always nice two podcasts in one week typically we only do one um going forward you're going to get safe to say at least one happy, sad, confused new podcast a week, maybe more. Um, I'm trying to figure out sort of what we're doing going forward a little bit. I've already started to tape new episodes, uh, virtually obviously i'm not in the same room as my guests but we're also trying something new I'm, I'm i'm kind of changing the focus a little bit given the times we're living in right now i think you guys are going to dig it i'm i'm into it so far um and we'll see uh, as many i'm going to produce as many of these as as i have time for my other work stuff is starting to rev up um so which is good you're going to start to see uh, me do stuff for Comedy Central and MTV again. We're kind of all figuring out how to produce content um, in this new landscape. Um, it took, took, took us a beat. It's going to take us a minute. But I think you're going to see me very soon um, do some, some, some fun stuff that will hopefully, um, you know, Entertain you. Um, and as I said, as for the podcast, don't worry. The podcast is going to keep going. You're going to see at least one new episode uh, every week going forward. That's my semi promise to you. You know, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm shooting for, at least. Um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this chat with Jane. Uh, once again, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is on NBC Sunday nights at 9 p.m. I highly recommend it. Uh, and as always, remember, Review, rate, and subscribe to Happy, Sad, Confused. Now more than ever, spread the good word. People need a little bit of an escape, and hopefully, that's what this podcast is for you. Uh, I hope you enjoy this chat with Jane Levy.
1: It's good to see you. It's nice to see you too.
0: Welcome to my weird little office. Thank you. You were just saying you feel like you're you're getting a. We talked a couple times, but never at length. Yeah. And now you've seen the inside of my brain, thanks to my office. You
1: love movies, don't you? I do. I grew yeah. up with it. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: Do you love movies, I hope?
1: I do love movies, yeah.
0: Did you grow up
1: loving movies? Weirdly. I mean, it's not like I grew up not.
0: You were anti-movie. No, Everyone uh, yeah. knows. In the movie I... <laughs> family, don't show <laughs> exactly. her a movie.
1: <laughs> I'm not anti-movie, but I just didn't, like, I didn't go to the movies all the time. Right. We didn't have, like, a huge collection of VHS tapes in my house. We mm. had, like, ten that I watched over and over and over okay. again.
0: What were the core 10, core 5, give me some?
1: Um, Harriet the Spy.
0: The classic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously. Uh,
1: Trachtenberg, what's her, is that how you say that? Yeah, last Michelle name?
0: Trachtenberg, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, of course.
0: Was it just 10 mm-hmm. copies of Harriet the Spy <laughs> chain?
1: <laughs> Jesus. My brain, sorry. Um, Ace Ventura, when Nature Calls. Wait, is that the sequel? Yes.
0: Wait, do you only have the sequel?
1: Yep. Um, oh my God.
0: Vigo, you wow, recognize him?
1: That's really funny. Good. Okay.
0: Yeah. Ghostbusters, the, right? Ghostbusters 2. Um, keeping understood. in theme with your lesser sequels. Right, right, uh, right, right. <laughs> right. I love that, yeah.
1: Um, the Royal Tenenbaums.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. This is very that's strange. Gigantic, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, Robin Hood?
0: Well, like Robin The cartoon. Okay, cartoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fox. Yep, yep.
1: Um...
0: Who selected this menagerie I know, of, a, it was of a, this so, insanity? This is what I
1: mean. Like somehow we like ended up with these tapes. Yeah. Like whether we rented them and never gave them back or sure. someone gave them as a gift or my parents picked them out or mm. I picked them out. I have no idea. There was more. But those are the ones I remember watching a lot. Um, I loved Harriet the Spy. I
0: don't think I've ever seen Harriet the Spy. I'm a bit older than you so it probably didn't hit me at the right time.
1: Right. I mean it was like a. It would have
0: been weird if I was like I love Harriet <laughs> the Spy as a 25 year old man. right,
1: right, right. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. Very weird. But, you know, it was like a, a, like a tough sure. young girl detective, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah, what I want. Yeah. yeah, And
0: here you are. You're a te- now, as people know, you're an actress and you're a detective.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: that's your side gig. Right. Um, did you watch the Oscars? I did. Do you enjoy that, that now? The pomp, the circumstance, the silliness. I mean, okay. Let's get into it
1: obviously giving awards for art is
0: the most important thing in the world. Yes. So let's move on. <laughs>
1: it, it doesn't make any sense. It's completely arbitrary. Like how can you compare a Scorsese movie to F- Parasite?
0: Right. And not to mention to give the most already benefited human beings on the planet one more accolade. Right. Like, but you
1: know, people like, you know, what I think is so amazing about acting, I mean, it's like actors are really good audience members like associate and they like think about their own it's like reading a good novel you're yes. like oh i'm not alone yeah oh that that reminds me of this and the, that blah, 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 we are all same humanity wow and so i think in some ways humans like project a lot onto movie stars and so then they can like have this experience yeah with the movie stars in a way that i think is like fine like it's like who like like yes it's it's uh a bunch of mostly white people patting themselves on the back for right. making millions and bajillions of dollars. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's like
0: human connection. It's seeing yourself in the prettiest versions of ourselves, I guess. Right. I um, guess, I guess
1: I just think that taking it too seriously, any direction doesn't make sense. Yes. And so I watch it cause I'm like, I do want to see the fashions and like, I do like these movies and it's so weird to think that one will win over the other. Like I just don't.
0: Yeah, give into that. I, I long as someone, as you can tell, who grew up with all the stuff and watched the Oscar since I was like a baby. Like I long ago gave up like any illusion of like the best one winning, the one that I even like winning. It's right. just, it's for me, it's just fun to see. And back in the day, like it was fun to see like the old guard and like the Nicholson's and all that. And right. now it's like fun to see like Brad Pitt now is totally. like the old guard. Like what happened? Right. And it's a, kind of like a marker of like how old we are, how old I am now. <laughs> and, I like all that, yeah, the history mm, stuff. Me like, too. Yeah.
1: So I give in.
0: So what, um, your buddy Renee won. Yeah. You were,
1: you were
0: Renee on What If. Mm-hmm. That's cool.
1: Yeah, I, I mean. she
0: made it already by the time? Yes. I bet she did, yeah. Yeah,
1: she had just wrapped in London when we started shooting What If. I think she was even late to What If by a week and a half, because she was still finishing. Yeah. Um, she's a really, really, really good actor.
0: Yeah, clearly. So... Um, yeah, and you did the Globes recently, right? Do you, what, do you enjoy that side of it, of like, again, the carpet, and were you presenting on that? Or? No,
1: so I actually got ready for the Golden Globes and walked on the carpet for a half hour, and then went to the hotel and washed my face, got on a plane, went to Vancouver, and worked at 8 o'clock in the morning So the they next were getting
0: morning. the word out on, on the show, course, Yes, obviously. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. so um, I funny. didn't actually get to sit through the show, um, which would have been fun, but I had to go back to work. So do I like that part of it? Honestly, yes and no. I, like, have moments where I'm on the red carpet and I'm, like, actually at the Golden Globes, this is a little bit, like, vulnerable to admit, but I was, like, you're standing here because you're hard work. And it felt, like... Yeah. I felt good about that. Absolutely. Whether or not... I mean, it's, like, not, like... I'm just, like, seeing all these amazing artists and being, like, I'm standing next to that person because I worked really hard. <laughs> and that... I... I, I uh, I, I, I didn't thought, sneak in the
0: back they actually let me in the front with all these yeah, people and, I admire but
1: but then that also like makes me segue into the part of like yeah I like and I don't wear and like uh, this business is a lot about like ego and power and yeah. like blatantly and like no matter of how much we try to pretend it's not like that part of it hurts me <laughs> I'm sure it hurts everybody yeah. like I'm sensitive but Um, uh, so, so yes, I, I also get like insecure when I dress up and I'm like, ah, this feels so weird. Like the whole point is that I have to look pretty and that's not really why I'm an actor and what, what is it? What if they uh, like that part of it makes me uncomfortable. But then at the same time, I like to think of some events where you're doing press as celebration of the thing that you made that you worked really hard on. Like Zoe's, I am like so proud of it and I'm so proud of all of us that I'm just like, great. I get to go talk about this thing that I'm really proud of. Totally. While sometimes feeling uncomfortable wearing a dress that doesn't feel like it's... It's part of the... Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like I had a, a tiny glimpse into what it's it's like for you for e folks that are dressed so uncomfortably in those insane situations. I was doing one, one of my gigs for the Oscars this year was, I was like showing people like what the front runners were on this like six foot tall ballot on E. They, and I was wearing the tightest tuxedo I've ever worn and I had to bend and I was like, oh my God. There's a 6% chance.
1: It's going to rip down your tush?
0: Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't happen. Good. So thank God for small favors. Um, You spent some time in New York early on. Mm -hmm. You were in New York, of course. Um, Just reminding you in case you don't know where you are. Mm -hmm. Um, What are your memories of coming here? Because this was like where you kind of got your start in terms of like getting serious about acting, right?
1: Yes. So I went to college in Baltimore, Maryland, and then I... Dropped out because I was like, I'm going to be an actor. And you said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Mom and dad, I'm going to be an actor. An actor. Yeah. Um,
0: was that? Did that catch them by surprise? I mean, you you'd acted a bit as a kid. You'd shown some tendencies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually do think it surprised them. I kind of surprised myself. Like I'm, I'm proud of my clearly i'm in therapy i'm like i have to point out all the moments that i'm proud of myself um
0: okay think of this as a bonus therapy session where you don't have to pay me uh
1: i just look back at my younger self and i'm like okay good on you you like wanted to do that thing and you went after it so uh i moved to new york to go to stella adler i lived in murray hill
0: yep i lived in murray hill at one point kind
1: of a strange place it
0: is kind of a weird place Older than like your crowd at that time.
1: Older than the crowd, maybe a little bit more conservative. Like, I feel like it's like a Republican zone. Probably.
0: At least uh, relative to the rest of New York City, you're probably right. It's also like
1: some pretty trashy bars. Yeah. Like Tonic.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With like 10,000 flat screens. Yeah. And like, I remember waking up and like leaving, and it would just be like, pea and like blood, like <laughs> flowing out of tonic into the drains of the sidewalk.
0: Oh, um, that's sweet! Yeah, it's a precursor to Evil Dead. Like yeah. kind of
1: pee, pee and um, blood. <laughs> uh, jam.
0: So anyway, sorry, uh, Stella Adler.
1: Anyways, went to Stella Adler, yeah. had the time of my life. New York City is so much fun to be a young, wide-eyed, creative person. Did you get hot cocoa? I got a mocha. Looks delicious. Coffee I'm just, and espresso I'm just and oat milk. We, we, should, we asked if you wanted one. Oh
0: no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't
1: okay. Worry. This is my third coffee of the day, which is too many. Oh, but good
0: good. We'll good. talk fast. Uh so it was Stella Adler like a rigorous kind of a program? I mean the name is yeah. important, but no. Like, no,
1: what... it wasn't rigorous. No. I went also to the evening program. So I would go to school, I think, four hours a night, and I worked at the school restocking the toilet paper and doing some administrative Work to, I guess, pay for my tuition. Okay. But I love acting a lot. And I love talking about the history of acting. And I love plays and reading plays and talking about plays. And so, so actually. It was like school, fantasy
0: camp. It was like, oh, wow.
1: Yeah. And it yeah. was, I guess, what I had been missing in my life up until then because this is my greatest passion. And so yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is.
0: This is what I should be doing.
1: What it feels like to be really turned on by something.
0: Yeah. Were you trying to get work while you were here, or was it kind of like this is this is the study zone, and I'm gonna give this like a year, and then I transition? Like, were you going up for commercials or like, no? Like, why weren't you like a dead body in law and order at some point, like every New York actor?
1: I didn't know what the normal route is was supposed to be, although there obviously isn't no normal yeah. like actor route. But I just was. 19 and 20 and in school and I remember wa- I don't pray I'm not religious but I remember walking down the streets in New York basically asking God to make me an actress. <laughs> like and I I knew somewhere inside of me that it was possible. I I was like I remember one time one of the teachers said, "Okay, let's be real. The likelihood of any of you working is zero And I in my head I was like you have you no don't idea know the Levy
0: spirit inside. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was captain of the hip hop dancing <laughs> team. Yeah, weren't no. you?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, just for, for those Indeed. that
0: are listening that think I'm insane, that actually is. I was as a the basis captain in... <laughs> of
1: my high school hip hop team. That is correct.
0: Um, so you've, it sounds like you've always, whatever you you've been type A in that you've kind of like gone after whatever you were passionate about at the time.
1: I'm very determined. Yeah. Yes. As I look you in your soul. <laughs> you found the soul.
0: That's Congratulations on that. Um, so like those like family, friends growing up would have said like from the start, you were a precocious kind of like strong spirit.
1: Yes. I think that I was not a very happy kid and I feel much happier and life is a lot better now as a 30 year old. I wonder what people would have said because I've asked my mom, like my mom didn't know that I was.
0: What this was, this thing that, was inside you that you, no, yeah.
1: No, I don't think she did. Um, I had really supportive parents, but whatever. I just don't think anyone expected that I was going to be an actor,
0: well, basically. And, and that can, yeah, I, I can understand how that can make for like an unusual, like when you have something that you don't know, you don't know what it is inside of you, but it wants to get out. <laughs> so that can manifest in different ways.
1: Right. And also, I think, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you are here for about a year.
1: I was here for a year and a half. We had a showcase, which a lot right. of theater schools do. And What
0: did you do for your like showcase? What was your thing?
1: I wish I remembered. Oh,
0: my gosh. The years of hard living of caught I know. up to you.
1: And I also remember... Like sobbing, finding out what the the scene that they gave me, because I was like, I don't want to do that Oh, they, they that give it to you. One. It's not like
0: you're selecting your own monologue or I something. Think so. Okay, that's probably why you blocked it out.
1: Drama <laughs> queen. Um, <laughs> I they so they you know they make a booklet of your photograph and your resume, even though I had no resume, and sent it out to various represent representatives, and a manager just saw my headshot, which happened to be a very good headshot. And called me in for a meeting and basically signed me on the spot off of my headshot.
0: What does that mean you had a very good headshot? Like, in particular, like, some, they caught the light in the perfect way.
1: I mean, if I look, show it to you, it's not like we can show it on the microphone, but well, it do? was a really good
0: headshot. <laughs> like, you knew at the time, like, oh, this is the best version I of me? I didn't
1: know. I didn't know until after I got a manager just from a picture. <laughs> Let's see.
0: Oh, my God, she's wearing a tiara in it and a <laughs> giant an Elsa dress before Elsa was even a thing.
1: Well, anyway, so he sent me on some auditions while I was in acting school. Right. And I ended up, maybe I told you this story. I it's okay. can't find it. But I ended up booking a job within a month, and it was the leading character in an independent movie wherein Melanie Linsky was going to play my mom.
0: And you ended up? Getting to know Melanie later. Right. Yeah. And also, Melanie's the best
1: ten years older than me playing. Oh, my right.
0: mom. Got yeah, I got you. I now I got or you. Or maybe
1: she was thirteen years older than me. Something not, like that. But an Anyways, unusual She was supposed to play my mom. I dropped out of it because then I ended up ended up getting shameless. I didn't know this. And okay. my agents were like you should do shameless and I was like I can't drop out of a project. Yeah. And they're like, people do that all the time. And I was like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> so then I ended up working up with working with Melanie two more times. Yeah. And I feel so lucky to be destined to work with Melanie Linsky because she's so good and so she's good. such a cool person. What
0: was yeah, the can't make and Blair wear movie headshot. you guys made together was so great. I love that one.
1: I don't feel at home in this world anymore
0: it had an unfortunate title that was the problem with it i think
1: yes (laughs) it did win best film at sundance
0: i remember i talked to melanie and elijah at sundance for that one i really liked that movie me
1: too
0: um so you land shameless after you drop out like a diva already of your first project yes but then you get your real first project you do a few episodes on shameless yes big learning curve it sounds like
1: it was my first time on a film set first time seeing a camera.
0: So it's all like the... Because I've heard these stories before and it always boggles my mind when people are like, I didn't know what a mark was. You you legit didn't. So you were like... No idea. They're throwing out these terms and you're like... "Eh?"
1: And they were so nice to me. That's good. Yeah. All of them. The cast, the producers, the director. Right. They were like, go get him, kid. You got this. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Good job. And I was like, really?
0: Did it feel like... um, like, can you chart back to that and be like, OK, from there on, it was kind of relatively speaking, smooth sailing, like one thing led to another.
1: Yeah. I'm like, why can't I go back to that time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where the aspirations were low. Just get me in front of a camera. Yeah. I'll take it. Now you have the burden of like knowing what a great project is and a mediocre project. So right. you've got standards.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. And much more complicated stuff that oh. I. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tiptoeing
0: around the good stuff. Yeah, we'll get there. We got time. Um, let's let's talk Zoe first. Uh, okay. We'll, 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 we'll backtrack because I, I really like the show. Thank you. Um, I, 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 it's, uh, it's such a bizarre high concept that like maybe shouldn't work, but it's very charming and sweet and just works. Um, so in a nutshell, I don't know what the elevator pitch on this is. You probably say it better than me, but. So we can hear other people's thoughts in the form of musical numbers. Is
1: That's that how right. it was
0: presented to you? Is it presented to you as like that kind of blurb or the script?
1: I actually can't remember which came first. Okay. Probably the blurb.
0: Right. And you're like all in that sentence. Sounds weird enough for me.
1: I mean, are you saying I'm weird?
0: I think I've sensed that already. <laughs> That's why you're here. Weirdos welcome. That should be the sign in here.
1: I'm definitely weird. Um... <laughs>
0: But it had enough of an off kilter or something that appealed to you. There was something weird about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Musical theater background?
1: I did musical theater as a child in school and in community theater. Okay. Mainly because I liked to act and there wasn't was was non musical yes, productions like what being put up. Yeah.
0: Desperate actor even then. I'll take it.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but were you like, In your 20s, were you doing karaoke nights? Were you singing? Is this like a passion? No. No. So this is unusual, Jane. Yes. They also didn't audition you. No. This is unusual, Jane. (laughs) (laughs) You're the star of a musical series, Song and Dance, and I can't find on the resume that year you were in Cats. I can't find it.
1: I did make a really bizarre musical in 2014. Okay. That went to the Toronto Film Festival feel like i talked to you there
0: we definitely talked in toronto did we talk about a musical in toronto that i'm blanking i'm the worst
1: i don't oh my god it was it's you don't have to that's not a thing
0: okay it, it became a but
1: thing but i now am yeah, remembering now we're connecting i it. think yeah, we talked about it yeah i definitely talked to you in it.
0: toronto that so if that's what you were there so for so i
1: made this really weird movie yeah and it was a musical so there is tape of me singing so <laughs> when the I don't know who told Austin to hire me. I'm still asking him that question because I, when we... Did you
0: think you hired someone else and <laughs> they just showed up and you were being polite?
1: Well, that's kind of how it felt like on our first meeting. I was like, do you know who I am? Do you have any idea like what I can do? It was very strange because they were offering me this huge job and yeah. I was like, I feel like you don't know me though. But again, what that might say something about me. <laughs> um, it feels
0: appropriate because like I feel like half the answers you've had to my questions have been this like second sight kind of like what was going on in your brain observing like all this, which mm-hmm. is very appropriate for Zoe.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm very neurotic. Is that what you're getting at?
0: Yeah. Or um, you self-aware aware yeah. and yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You and Jesse Eisenberg should do a film <laughs> together, basically. I'm down. Um, it's weird though. I've only seen the first couple episodes. Um, I mean, thus far, most of it is you in proximity to musicals. Yes. As opposed to you being the musicaler.
1: Right. Well, that's part of it. When you were asking about how it was presented to me, it was... Presented to me that other people were going to be the musicalers. <laughs> <laughs> I know my terminology. <laughs> that I would be at the center of yeah. a lot of these numbers, but I wouldn't be performing my- myself. But then after the pilot, it was so much fun. I was like, I want to partake. So then Zoe will start to. Yes. There's an episode towards the end where I've I heard. sing and dance every single one. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Even by the second episode, I believe it starts with like a a number, which ends with a piano falling on you.
1: It does. Spoiler. Yeah.
0: Again, that's, that's the Jane Levy's twist. That's, that's why you were in like, Oh, you'll drop a piano (laughs) on me too. Then I'm in. Basically.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So is it odd? Was it odd at the start to do these numbers where you're like watching everybody else do this stuff? I mean, you're, you're participating. You're definitely doing the choreography. No, it was
1: fun. It's really, you know, joyful and happy.
0: Yeah that's not what production's supposed to be. I
1: know. <laughs> you're
0: supposed to be buried alive for a week. Like I, know, Evil Dead.
1: I know. I know. I <laughs> know. I know. It's really, it's like spectacular. It's to be around people that spoiled, just jump no. around and sing and dance. And, you know, you look around also on the whole cruise, smiling, the right. crew's dancing. And we have Mandy Moore, who's our choreographer is,
0: Did Lollapalooza? Yes,
1: she's amazing, and she's a real storyteller. And the dancing is art, and and we also borrow art from musicians, right? You know, right? And so the combination of what's there's just so much happening in the moment. Like people ask me, like, how did you, how do you change your reactions, like song to song? I'm like, well, I
0: react. I'm watching. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Basically, yeah.
0: Are there songs that are happening around you that you're jealous that you don't get to perform yourself? Do you find yourself like,
1: Ooh, I think there have been some more like hip hoppy numbers because you know me, I'm Back a hip hop queen. <laughs> <It's> so embarrassing. <laughs> no, right. it's embarrassing. Why is it embarrassing? Because have you always been into hip hop? I'm not that good. <laughs> like it makes it sound like I'm some amazing <laughs> hip hop dancer. I'm not. Uh, have I always been into hip hop? I do like that kind of music. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the music that's going on in your head. Is that your, what's, what's the jam going on right now as you, as you bounce out of my I office? I wish
1: I had a musical brain inside more. Yeah. It's like, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Are you being cool enough? Is everybody like you? Is everything okay? Is, are you under attack? Like that's actually what You're my like brain is saying. a robot inside yeah. of
0: you apparently. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, there's not like beautiful music playing in my head. <laughs>
0: There's a great, oh, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm, this is a bad story because I can't remember it, but there's an amazing sketch that um, Willem Dafoe once did for SNL that was actually cut from SNL. It's one of my favorite short films they ever did, and the joke of it is he, it's called The Procedure. I highly recommend you look it up because it, basically they implant a, your, your favorite song into your brain, and you get to listen to that, and it drives him insane. It's him and Will Ferrell. Horrible story. Why do you
1: think they cut it?
0: I don't know. It's honestly a top five all-time like SNL shorts I've ever seen. I love that. Um, uh, you're surrounded by an amazing cast, very exceptionally talented, and also seemingly like, I mean, like if you're going to have parents, like movie parents or TV parents, I Mary Steenbergen and Peter Gallagher. I know. This is like my fanfic.
1: I know. Did you watch The O.C.?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Peter really has the ability to just make you feel like his dad. Whether you're playing his daughter or you're just another person on set, like he is so comforting and a, a
0: challenging, like kind of interesting role. Very. I, I mean, he, he his character yeah. is suffering from what kind of illness specifically? Do they it's ever say? Called it's called
1: PSP, a- which is uh, progressive supranuclear palsy, and our creator Austin Winsberg. Austin Winsberg's father actually had this condition and he passed away from it.
0: Crazy. But but the the conceit of the show allows him to kind of live this other life, which is kind of beautiful to see sort of this guy that's in kind of a a catatonic state kind of come to life again.
1: I think it's the core of our show Mm. is the relationship between Zoe and her dad.
0: You've shot the whole thing, right? Yeah. You just so this. Where are you at now? Because like you've just been in like probably a six month bunker mm-hmm. living.
1: Hundred percent. Haven't so, seen the sun. I'm serious. You shot
0: in British shot Columbia. shot in Vancouver
1: yeah. on a soundstage. I was working twelve to sixteen hours every single day, and then on the weekends I would just be like comatose under the covers. I feel like I'm reborn. Last week was just euphoria.
0: But you were. Well, it sounds like you legitimately among the, your jobs. This is like top you totally.
1: top, right? 100%. I had such a good time. But it's a grind. Yeah. TV schedule real... is crazy. So now I'm out of prison. Just kidding. That's a terrible analogy. That's not prison at all. Um, I'm out of... But you're out in the world yes. living
0: what normal people's lives look like.
1: Yeah. I get to have meals sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> I get to see the sun. Right. I get to go on walks. I get to hang out with my boyfriend. <laughs> and I get to do press for the show that I'm really proud of.
0: Are you okay with uh, a significant other or boyfriends just spontaneously singing to you? <laughs> Are you demanding this now in the wake of the show like I'm going to need you to like pull up the Zoe's extraordinary playlist?
1: No, you know, the only I became <laughs> I became possessed by some of the songs because we would listen to them so many times we rehearse and they play them on set over and over again and I they would inundate my dreams and there was a couple times when I would shoot up out of bed because I was I was a song was playing from the show. I always
0: wonder that. I, 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 I feel like I need to ask actors this more often. I would think like yeah, in an intense circumstance like that, that your work would, I have work related dreams all the time. My
1: dreams got so crazy. <laughs> really? I probably shouldn't share them, but no, they were should. like very scary and so intertwined with work. I was like eventually convinced I was Zoe. I was like, what's the difference? There's no line. There isn't. If I'm living as another human being 16 hours a day for six months, I'm not Jane anymore. Who's Jane? 16 hours a day. You're Zoe.
0: There's no off switch at uh, six months in.
1: Yeah, I know. I sound like a nut job.
0: Perfect. Um, You grew up in a part of the world that I love, Marin County. Mm -hmm. I got married in Marin. Oh,
1: wow. Where?
0: Uh, Larkspur. Know it well. The Lark Creek Inn. Great. God, I don't think it's there anymore, but it was... It That's was, so lovely. Yeah, the Redwoods, beautiful.
1: Is your wife from we, Marin?
0: No. We, uh, I have some family. My, mom, my uh, aunt lives in Berkeley, mm-hmm. so I have spent a significant amount of time there. We just liked... Where are you from? Right here, New York.
1: Hmm.
0: The mean streets of the Upper West Side. Cool. So, um, you know, where we grew up defines us in, in many ways. How would you say that part of the world defines you?
1: I love the outdoors. I love food. (laughs) There's some really good food in Marin and the Bay Area at large. I...
0: The longest pause in happy sad confused history. and I was like, I'm just gonna lean into it. I'm gonna let it. C- I have nowhere to go. I'm
1: so scared to, f- to find out how my 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 <laughs> childhood has shaped me. I I don't know. it's a lovely place. yeah, yeah.
0: So what years were you that were there all through childhood, basically? Through I skipped
1: a grade. I skipped second grade. All
0: right, I get it.
1: I'm so smart. <laughs> and so I graduated. High school when I was 17. I left when I was 17. So I lived there from nine months old until I was 17.
0: Is family still there?
1: My brother lives in Berkeley. My mom lives now in Sonoma County, just a little bit above Marin. And then my aunt lives in West Marin. Right. And my cousins live in San Francisco. Perfect. Yeah. These are good places to visit. Definitely.
0: Wait, did you shoot? I saw you shot a little bit. We shot a little right? bit
1: in San Francisco, which was... So fun. Yeah. It was very surreal. We shut down the streets of Long Beach. My mom came from Petaluma. My brother's office was like two doors down my cousin is a professional ballet dancer in San Francisco so we hired him as one of the dancers in the help number then Mandy our choreographer needed more dancers so Johnny just sent it, my cousin sent an email to his friends so then all of his friends were dancers and I had just been to my cousin's wedding and then my my cousin's friends were dancing behind me and then my mom was like standing on a porch like down the street and like are you sure this isn't was... one of the dreams you were know, alluding to? I know it felt this like is... the <laughs> most <laughs> surreal experience of, I was like whoa this is crazy. That's awesome though. Yeah it was so fun. There's been moments in my life where I really feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and that it's just too kismet to be coincidence.
0: You're saying you feel that right now, sitting in my office. That
1: is what I'm trying to (laughs) say to you!
0: (laughs) Were you raised Jewish? I
1: had a bat mitzvah. I was
0: gonna ask, you had a bat mitzvah? You're more Jewish than me, I didn't have a bar mitzvah. My mom's
1: not Jewish, my dad's Jewish. I... You
0: culturally identify? Yes, of course,
1: a hundred percent. My my dad's from here. My grandmother died last year, Hilda Levy. Oh. We miss her. She was one hundred and three. She lived in Manhattan until she died alone. And you know, this she side lived of by my family to,
0: into her hundreds. She was. Yeah. I had a grandmother like that. Yeah, she lived all tough crazy. cookies. Yeah, amazing.
1: So yeah, culturally, I mean, I'd come here, and all of my relatives are Jewish. My right. aunt's a rabbi, and we. would eat white fish and celebrate. <laughs> it's not the best part of our culture. I love white fish. You, you like a filter fish? I love it.
0: You like the jelly and the... Uh, uh, the jelly. Yeah, it's like... I it's, like white it's fish like a salad. formaldehyde. I've gotten the from wrong Russ kind From Russ and of, Daughters? I don't know where we got it
1: from. Anyways, culturally, culturally definitely identify. Yeah. I am not religious. I had a bat mitzvah, but my speech in Marin County was like, I don't know if I believe in God. And everyone was like... That's the most Jewish thing she could have said. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Also, God. my rabbi was a woman and her husband played oh, the banjo at I my bat mitzvah and had like ankle bracelets and you, you are definitely from Marin. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay, so I guess when when I
0: started to talk to you was when the Fetty Alvarez years kind of kicked in. Post suburgatory, right? Yes. Um, so Evil Dead. I, by the way, I I don't. Yeah, I think we did talk probably in South by. But I remember going to the premiere for Evil Dead in South by, and it's one of like the top like ten premieres I've ever been to. Come on, really? No, no, it's true. The energy. People
1: were screaming.
0: It was right. Yeah, that's not just my brain. Screaming
1: and cheering. No, it was a riot. It was insane. But that's why horror films are fun.
0: Yeah. So. You've ta- I know you've talked about this. I, I was hearing you talk about this on another interview, but I, I do want to mention it because it, it really did strike me that Evil Dead beyond just being a super physical, obviously anyone that's seen it, a crazy kind of performance and film to be in, was also a 75-day shoot.
1: Yes. Can you believe that? <laughs> I couldn't believe that. That's why yeah. I'm bringing it up. <laughs> the blood rain sequence was two whole weeks, and it was, I was the only actor, and it was night shoots outside in New Zealand in the winter. And it was me crawling around in that mud yeah. with gallons of paint pouring on me.
0: So, and that's like one of like six examples of things that no other actor has. uh, 15, sorry.
1: Raped (laughs) by a tree, cut the tongue in half, barf all over someone, buried alive, rip your own arm off, chainsaw the devil to the face. (laughs) I mean we could keep going. Did you
0: did you come into it a little bit late? Because I remember there was another actor at some point. It was point. Lily Collins. It was Lily Collins.
1: She dropped out, I was told, because she, you know, is smart. <laughs> she got to the, the she was, she got to tree rape yeah, and was because, like, wait a second, right, I'm gonna be exactly, Snow White instead. Exactly. <laughs> so,
0: did it change you as an actor, just like going through that kind of physical? I mean that's that's a strange kind of existence.
1: I mean I learned a lot about filmmaking and about myself that was also my first starring role in a movie it was only my second movie I'd ever been on I was 23 I think no it was 22 I was really young and after Evil Dead I mean after Don't Breathe I have sort of realized that it really does take a toll on your nervous system and I think I'm done I'm outy. I know
0: so you're announcing your retirement from the. I've tried. I said that after Evil scene. Dead, and then I did. Uh, yeah,
1: and then I did Don't Breathe, and then I did Castle Rock. But Castle Rock was more.
0: Yes, different kind of thing. Psychological, it's genre, yes, yes, yes,
1: Psychological. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. I've been up for too many hours. My God, she's having an aneurysm. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> but yeah, it's like it's. I- I'm just not interested in living my life that way. Yeah, it's anymore. more important
0: to be happy and healthy. And also,
1: like I did it.
0: You yes, it's on film. Like forever. what else do I need to you give to that it. genre?
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I, it kind of surprised me that Evil Dead never got the sequel. It never happened. I mean, it, may, it did really well. It does really surprise well. you. Yeah.
1: I mean, they keep making it, and I, also I guess they, the Ash vs Evil
0: Dead they, thing happened, so that kind of probably made things a little confusing. And
1: I've heard that they are doing a sequel.
0: Really? Yeah. And Don't Breathe is getting a sequel.
1: Don't Breathe is doing a sequel too.
0: So this is Stephen Lang doing his stuff. He's doing his thing. He's Mm going to run around and torture some other people. Yes. And you're fine with that. 100%.
1: (laughs) 100, 100,000%. Do you
0: feel... So in, in the stuff like post those two films, was it kind of... Did you feel like... Has it been difficult to find stuff that's been rewarding I mean you're you know film wise I feel like you've had a lot of great success in TV films up and down like any actor's career mm-hmm. in terms of finding material that's probably rewarding and also works for an audience
1: yeah I mean this business is so unpredictable and one of the things I like the most about it is that things can change in an instant yeah good or bad but Things change in an instant.
0: I mean, look, we were talking about Renee Zelliger out of favor for like a decade and then suddenly best actress winner and she's back.
1: And the longer I work in this business, the more I'm adopting an attitude of, I just really want to do work that I'm proud of. Um, and of course like when a project is presented to me i want it to line up with my sensibility and my humor and my ethics and my curiosity and like what stories i want to tell but it's not it's it's hard to find things that match you perfectly so as long as it matches in a good enough way i just care about the actual work that i'm going to do that's what i'm focusing on right. and the rest is actually not in my control whether i'm desirable or not or whatever those things are like i I have just been thinking less about that.
0: Was there a turning point where this kind of like this is, sounds like you had a mindset shift? Whether it happened over like one day I think it's or just it like was like gradual. Older
1: age and also just like the actual the thing is the the truth is I love acting like I love acting so 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 much. I it's my greatest it makes me feel emotional even talking about it i fucking love it so much so if i love it so much i have to like honor that in me and like really i think it's i think it's important work you know it's so easy to shit on actors i'm down to do that anytime including myself you know there is a lot about it that is just seems egoical is that a word definitely not Egoical, super <laughs> psychological. For the record, psychological, psychological definitely and a egoical, word, but egoical not. The, I.
0: She skipped a grade, guys. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> Maybe you should have kept going to that grade. I,
1: you're right. I think it was second grade <laughs> that I should have gone to, the, where I would have learned the actual word that I was looking for. No, I'm in diminishing that moment. your
0: important message, which is very which true. is just that yes. I
1: think that it's like what i was talking about before yeah. about the oscars yeah. and how i think our job is to reflect humanity back to humanity and our job is to entertain and also but it's like at the root it's like i just want to like show my heart you know and hopefully that means hopefully that 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 again will will
0: turn into work that people connect with and yes
1: connect with that's what i want is for us to connect with one another and to just remember that this is a shared experience and so anyways back to the like movies tvs blah blah blah. whatever the the platform is i i'm really not in control
0: did you feel a connection in the room of your marvel audition did you feel (laughs) (laughs) i heard this wasn't a career highlight
1: I just remember somebody, I don't even remember what Marvel movie it was, but I, yeah, someone told me that it was a, a film audition, not a television one. And I was like, I don't
0: Thanks for that note. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the door? <laughs>
1: yeah. I... Fuck you, asshole.
0: <laughs> and she burned the room down. Yeah. <laughs> You're more of a DC, DC lady anyway. What happened to all the Batgirl stuff? We always used to talk about Batgirl.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I literally have no idea.
0: Was there ever, like, a real conversation about anything?
1: There was sort of maybe a real conversation about something. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That sounds concrete. But, you know, again, out of control.
0: Out of your control. Yeah.
1: I mean, any, I'm down. Yeah. I know you are.
0: Uh, Let's talk about your Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I know Fallon covered this the other day, but I was going to bring it up anyway, because you really you deliver good content. Jane. No, I really appreciate it. No, this you. is important in 2020. Yeah. The acting and connection stuff is nice and all. But fuck it. All we care Pithy about. the twi- tweets. Yeah. That's what I care about. This morning I ate fried chicken while crying.
1: I did. I have a picture of it.
0: It's relatable. Why? What happened? What was happening that morning?
1: That was after I wrapped What If? And I felt sad and I missed my friends. And I cried. I bet you I could find the picture.
0: You owe me a few fi- pictures. I know. Um, I wrote a horror film called Famous People's Children. hmm Was that someone specific you had encountered?
1: hmm <laughs> I mean, listen, it's all horrifying. Right. Famous People's Children, I mean.
0: Oh, I thought you were just talking about the world. <laughs> I mean, that, that is, describes 2020 generally. No,
1: I just mean Famous People's Children.
0: Um... Let's see. Oh, you were spying on your high school friends on Instagram, I see. Yep. That didn't work out?
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> I relate to this one. I didn't get into any colleges except for the lame ones. I got into my safety school.
1: You did? Yeah. Which, which was?
0: It was, a fun, it was all right. I got, went to Hobart in upstate New York. Cool. All right. Small liberal arts. And look Worked at you out. now. Yeah, I That's know. your heart
1: song. Look at me now. <laughs> yeah,
0: if I could sing. Look at me now. I've never karaoke you know. Um, lots of Mae Whitman content on your, in your socials. That girl. What's up? She's the best. I, quit. I don't know if I've ever met her. But I think what? Social, I think we're social friends, but like media friends, but so it's not real. But She's my best friend. She seems pretty cool.
1: She's so cool. I love her very much. Have I'm you worked f- together, though? We have because we like each other and so have made that happen. Oh, like you did? She it, you guest starred yeah. on Suburgatory. We did Drunk History together. Drunk History, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we've done some other things. I want her to be on Zoe. She's a great, great singer. She's just my best friend. Let's make it happen. Season two. Yeah.
0: What haven't we covered?
1: I was gonna have to show you me crying and eating fried chicken, but it doesn't seem like you need it.
0: You can show it to me when we're done. I need it, but do you, What they, they do you is better,
1: it? my Twitter or my Instagram?
0: Ooh. You
1: can be honest. My Twitter's
0: better. Twi- Twitter's better for it, it in terms of the pithy, but photographically you're delivering too. I don't want to diminish either. Mm. You're doing great. Thank you. Get on TikTok.
1: Oh, do you have it? No,
0: I'm 75 years old. Yeah,
1: 75. I can't find the picture of me crying. That's okay. Chicken. that's okay. That's okay. I, I couldn't find any pictures for me. my headshot. Here, that's Next picture time of me playing com- soccer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got the pose down. Thank you. Well done. Thanks, Jane Levy. Everybody.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Sundays at eight. Network shows aren't supposed to be good. Why'd you make a good network show? What happened?
1: not my fault. It's Austin Winsberg's fault. <laughs> it's
0: a it's a team effort. Uh, thanks for coming by.
1: Thank you.
0: so ends another edition of happy sad confused remember to review rate and subscribe to this show on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts i'm a big podcast person i'm daisy ridley and i
1: definitely wasn't pressured <laughs> to do this by josh <laughs>